We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. Subscribe, rate, review, download wherever you find us. Instagram.com slash Beers on Us is our hub. At Beers on Us Pod on Twitter. Facebook.com slash Beers on Us. And uh, personal pages. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. And Patrick's at PDD085 on both Twitter and Instagram. But he is a lot more active on the IG. Hello, sir. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing okay. My old, old friend Mike Lynch. I'm I ha- feel. I feel like we haven't seen each other in a while. It does feel like that. It's I think because we were seeing each other very often for a month, every day, and then we haven't seen each other for a full week at this point. So. And I, I think we forget when we walk into this studio, uh, not just for this show, but for our other job. That we're so used to it that it's just like, oh, what's up, dude? Yep. And then today I was like, wait a sec. I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. We also haven't texted more than once in the last week. Yeah, and that's uncommon for us. Yep. So, hello. I, I, <laughs> I always say this, you know, like when I walk into work and stuff, especially as a manager, when someone walks into work, you never want to just say, hey, Joe, now it's time to do this. You got to stop, pause, hello, how are you? How you been? Mm-hmm. How have the, how was Halloween? How was Thanksgiving? Give, how, the, give you know, the banter. Last time I saw you, you were going uh, out to dinner with your with your partner. How are the blah blah blah? So I will take this opportunity right now. Hello, Mike. How are you? How are things? Did you have a good Halloween? That is something we're supposed to do. By the way, we're supposed to do a little couples date that we we oh, talked yes, about, yes. and then two weeks went by and we dropped the ball. But it's I, fine. I think it's funny. My partner listens to this podcast. Thank you so much for that. I don't know why, because I yell at you about this stuff all the time. But anyway, thank you for listening to this. This is a reminder that we are supposed to do something with the other two. But I feel like we had an idea about a good time to mix it, and I've totally forgotten because she's the brains and I'm the idiot. Okay, cool. Well, uh, I'm doing okay. Okay. Uh, We have new neighbors at the apartment, and they are very loud. Ah. And uh, it's causing some issues because- Loud or no, so or like loud, a little bit more of that. It's weird. So, the previous tenants who were next to us had been there the entire time we lived there. Okay, our bedrooms, uh, it's a two bedroom apartment, go up against their bathrooms. Okay, in the two bedroom apartment, which is smart when you think about it because if you hear bedroom noise, it's going to go through the wall and it's going to be a lot more frequent than what's in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. The entire time we lived there that the other tenants were there, which is a year and like 
eight months. Like very quiet people or or at, at least normal in terms of what the, the sound that they make. Okay. So I had no issues to it, all that kind of stuff. Well, I had no issue. I mean, the walls in our apartment complex are pretty thin. I think that's the case with most apartments. But uh, like you can hear like cabinets opening and closing in the kitchen and the other apartment. And like, you know, if their TV is loud, you can hear some of it. Yeah, it's not ideal, but it's, you know, you get used to it. So these these guys move in. And all of a sudden, it's like a 2 a.m. bathroom party every night. (laughs) And you hear banging and dragging and music. And I'm just like, okay. Something needs to, I was like trying to give them some space. Like they just moved in. They're probably getting set up. They're going to be louder because of that furniture and building stuff and all that. Like, okay, whatever. A couple weeks went by. Most nights it was okay. But some nights I had a really hard time falling asleep because it just felt like they were constantly in the bathroom. I don't know why. So I actually, I tried to knock on the door and talk to them because I want to do this face to face. They never answered the door. So I had to, uh, my, my choices were type out a note and leave it at the door. Or go to the office. Right. One of which is more classic organ passive aggressive. More passive aggressive. And one of which is a little bit more like, hey, I'm trying to be a human being. Please help me here. Yeah. I left the note. I saw that they took it. Um, I felt like some stuff was a little bit better. And then I guess uh, when I was gone, one of the people who lived there walked over and talked to my roommate. Mm. Uh, She told us or told him that that is two couples living in a two bedroom apartment. Oh, so there are four people. That's a lot of people next to us. Yep. Using the bathrooms and they all get off work around midnight. Ah, some most likely some industry folk. Potentially. They're younger. They're in their young 20s. So, you know, that might that might fit into the the. Did he pump the podcast to him? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Hey, you should listen to this. It's about you. Kind of. Uh, If they do listen to this, it's going to be very funny that they're going to be like, that's us. What's up? Um, Shut the hell up. (laughs) So. She apparently is in in the couple that's bathroom is attached to my bedroom. Okay. And she said, we're trying to be better about it. I'm really sorry. We work late. We don't go to sleep when we write when we get home. We Mm -hmm. got stuff to do. Um, Been there, done that. I understand that argument. We're trying. And then he's like, hey, I'm in the back and it's been really bad. And she goes, oh, I'll try to talk to them. I like to stay up till five or six in the morning. Oof. And he he was like, you got lucky, Mike, because that's that's my, my, my bedmates. Yeah. So it's become a thing for me where I'm actually... I'm really trying hard to stop this, but I am now, when I'm falling asleep, listening for noise. Ah, which is now in your brain. It's just keeping me awake, and it's really stupid, and I'm annoyed that it's happening, but the walls are so... Apparently, the people who lived there before were the quietest humans of all time, (laughs) because I hear everything now. Like, the toilet seat goes up and down, clunk, clunk. A cabinet in in the bathroom opens, clunk, clunk, and it's going through the wall loud loud and clear. So my roommate moved his bed to the other wall, which was smart because a lot of the noise, like eh, if you got a fan on or whatever, it'll be blocked. But if your head's right next to the wall, sure. you're going to hear it all. My bedroom is smaller than his. My bed is not able to move to a different wall. Mm. Last night, I slept backwards. <laughs> my my head and pillow were at the foot of the bed and my feet were at the top of the bed. And I slept better, but I really hate that I have to resort to this. And now I'm sitting here like... Mike, it's not as bad as you're making it seem. You're listening for every sound. If you just let yourself fall asleep, you'll sleep through most of the banging. Mm-hmm. But I can't get myself to fall asleep. So I'm in this weird you're conundrum of like... Chicken egg sort of situation. Where I'm like, I need to just sleep like a normal human being. It's really not feasible for me to move my bed to a different part of the room. But 
is it just smarter to flip around and sleep backwards? Yeah. Like, it's not that crazy. It's right. a little weird, but it's like... It's still a bed, in it's theory. It's the same the f- bed. It's top the, of the mattress is the same as the... Yeah. Or the front is the same as the... I, don't I mean, know. I'm not someone who loses their pillow when they're sleeping, so I'm not worried about, like, having it fall off the edge of the bottom yeah. of the bed. But, like, okay, am I just a weirdo now because I can't adjust to the noise or, like, or what? You know what's funny is I had an interesting situation as well. So I live in an older building. There's retail down below. And then there's four units upstairs, okay? And I live in D. There's A, B, C, and D. I live in D. I am very fortunate. I don't share walls with anybody. Because in between me and C, A shares a wall with B, B shares a wall with A and C, C shares a wall with B, and a wall with the laundry room, and I share the wall with the laundry room and no one else. Okay, the laundry room could be loud, though. But it's not. Okay. And if it is, it's like white noise. And when I'm going to bed, people are usually aren't doing laundry that late at night. <laughs> now, B- 12.30 a.m. <laughs> laundry was being done the other night uh, by my neighbors, so that was great. Now, B and C were unoccupied for a while. And the guy who lives in A, I've been there for six years, almost six years. I'm the longest tenured uh, tenant, tenant. In, in the place. And then my neighbor across across the hall, because A is right, A's door is across from my door, Sean, he has been there the second longest. And him and I, you know, we've grown a friendship and he watches my cat when I'm out of town. And, you know, we keep an eye on the building and we communicate with a lot of stuff. We got an email about three months ago saying that from our landlord that they were worried that somebody was smoking in the building. Mm. And it's not uncommon every once in a while to, like, smell a little chronic, which is no big deal. I mean, typical. I think, yeah. yeah, we all smoke weed in in the place, so it's not a big deal. Uh, but they made it sound like it was cigarettes, like tobacco, that somebody was smoking potentially in their unit. <clears throat> so Sean and I talked, and we were like, what the hell are these people talking about? We didn't notice anything. We didn't know anything. Last week, we got a notice, everyone did on the door, uh, a reminder about noise and the lim- and the uh, noise ordinance basically like quiet after, hours yeah, so. like after 10 you got to be quiet i'm texting sean i'm like you know anything about this He's like i don't know anything about this we have two new tenants in bnc mm. and i think they are currently in a battle with each other because they're a, they're they're attached to each other yeah they're right next to each other their doors are right next to each other and they share a wall and a and d are looking around going like do you notice anything I'm like i don't notice anything i don't notice anything so then we got new tenants and they don't like each other. So I guess we're just sitting back, get your popcorn ready, because it ain't us. So right. we're just we're just kind of like, and I don't notice anything, but I'm getting emails and letters on the door, and I'm like, oh, what's going on with you guys? Yeah, it's just it's one of those things that's weird where it's like I get it if your schedule's backwards. Uh, in my situation, like you know, don't go to sleep just because we're sleeping. Yeah, there's a long time in my place where I wasn't getting home until midnight on the regular. Yeah, and you're probably up for a couple hours unwinding, mm-hmm. all but that kind of stuff. But I don't have people over. It's right. just a one-bedroom. It's just me Right, there. and it's like, the problem is is that the walls are so thin that anything in the bathroom makes a lot of noise. Interesting. And it's like, they're not doing anything inherently loud. It doesn't seem like, at least, but it, they have no care for what's going on in the bathrooms after yeah. that hour. It's like, could you just gently close the toilet? It's Could sta- you gently close the cabinet? It starts a conversation, though. 
can you really punish somebody because they have a schedule different than yours? No. You know what I mean? That's, like, that's the conundrum. To, like quiet hours at 10 p.m., it's like, well, I don't get home till midnight. What if I need to take a shower afterwards and I like to listen to, to music when I take a shower? Am I being punished because I don't have your stereotypical job right well that was the one thing is one of the nights the, makes it all really they played hard. a lot of, they played loud music when i was trying to go to bed and i banged on the wall and they lowered it but i was like that was where my last straw came i know it's tough and it's like i i get it because you deserve sleep at a decent hour I need for to your sleep. schedule but they also deserve time i know it's it's yeah it's a nightmare it's one of, i'm out of there in a couple months you know five or so months till my lease is up and i'm, I'm moving out and it's like a question of do I try to figure out a way to move my bed in a way that uh, I can still have a functioning bedroom? Because mm-hmm. uh, right now I have a bed and two nightstands. Any other wall, the nightstands ain't fitting. So I need I need to figure something out. Um, or do I get used to it? Or do they get better? Or is it just going to be five months of a constant of this? Mm. And I'm nervous about the the latter. Yeah. And that's that's where part of <clears throat> me is like, if I can't get used to it, I'm going to have to move the bed. And just deal with the awkward bedroom setup because at least then I will not be near the wall, the shared wall. Right. And I can <clears throat> put the white noise machine over there and block off anything and then just hopefully. You, s- you sleep with a white noise machine? Well, I have tinnitus. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. So that helps me not listen, listen to the e. Yeah. I, I always listen. Uh, I always have the window slightly open so I get uh, the nature sounds of like rain or wind. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I get the street sounds because I'm not far off Killingsworth. So I get to hear... Uh, like the bus drive by right. or a car, and that is my white noise. My white noise is city noise. Mm. Yeah, mine is literally just a machine that's <clears throat> making white noise. I know. At some point, I'm gonna be it's a fan. At some point, I'm gonna be living out in Camas, and it's like there's no noise out there. There's none. It's dead silent. I've been I've been to your uh, lady's house. Yeah, and it is very quiet. It's very quiet, which is awesome. Like it's an amazing spot. But yeah, I'm kind of used to, uh, you know, every once in a while, some guy's screaming down the street because, you know, he's probably got some mental health issues and maybe not a home and he's screaming loud and I'm just like, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. Out cold. Like it doesn't bother me because I'm used to it. I think that's part of it too is I think I will get used to some of it. I just need them to not be extra loud. Yeah. 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 Like don't push it. Yeah. Like if I, if I can, if I can fall asleep and you guys bang the cabinets a couple times and then maybe it wakes me up for two seconds, that's fine. I need to stop thinking about it. I'm I'm driving myself crazy. Yeah. But it's hard because right. you hear everything and they're awake. All four of them are awake. Mm-hmm. There's four people in a two-person <clears throat> apartment. That's the craziest part. But yep. anyway, that's what's going on in my life, and that led to a very long tangent. Uh, it's good because I didn't really have a week in beer. Um, I was at the uh, girlfriend's house on Saturday, and we had a long day out uh, where we did pumpkin patch and shopping and all that kind of stuff. And then Sunday, I was trick-or-treating with her and the kids, so it was not a lot of beer. I got to trick-or-treat with the kids, too. Yeah? It was super fun. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I had such a blast. I've never been on that side of it. Yeah, like me being either. Like being like the, I'm not dad, but being like, oh, look at the kids getting their candy. Yeah, me and the lady, we had some drinks in her hands, and you know, we said hi to the neighbors as they walked <laughs> by, and yeah, it was fun. I've I, never done that before. I did try from the pumpkin patch. We bought pumpkin spice hard cider. Mm. Which was actually really good. good. It just tasted like apple cider with a little little bit of spice in it, and it was alcoholic. 
It's pretty good. Get drunk. It was a little too sweet. Like, I had one can, and I was like, I It's just naturally going to be that way. But uh, we tried that, and it was it was very good. I, Otherwise, I, uh, my week in beer has been pretty non-existent. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. I've, I've just been slammed and busy and all the time. Um, I did get to taste some. So it was funny. I ran into this person uh, who's from the Bay Area but lives up here, and their partner was in town, and they were telling me, about their new favorite brewery in San Francisco is called Ghost Town. Ghost Town Brewing. And then I randomly two weeks later, which happens to be this week, I was able to taste a Ghost Town beer. Didn't we talk about this last week? Did we already do this? I think we did this, yeah. Anyway, the beer was great. Okay. I got to taste the West Coast IPA. A little bitter. Oh, okay. A little bitter. I got done with it, and I was like, oh, man. I think you talked about this because you said someone mentioned it, and then you went to the bottle shop, and they're like, yeah, we just got this ghost town in. And you were like, I'm going to have that. I'm going to have that. So I've had some of it, and and hey, and next time I'm in the Bay Area, that'll be stop number one when it comes to beer. So uh, we've already kind of taken up half the time anyway, so it works <laughs> out. This is This doesn't really have much of a theme to this episode. What, what I'm calling it is just the end of the wall. Uh, we have reached the final spot on the COVID wall. There's one left up there. Technically, there's two left, but uh, we will fill that spot tomorrow. <laughs> um, I accidentally threw out a can of beer of the week on our day 21, I believe it was, so that mm. I was supposed to keep for the wall. There is still a spot for it up there. We will just bring one from home and, and, and empty and just put it up there. But the COVID wall is about to be complete. Is COVID over? No. No. But uh, the wall is has the wall, no space. Is the wall ending? Yes. Potentially. I could spend some time on the other side, but I kind of like... The other side is filled with bottles for the first three shelves. I think I think this is the end of the COVID wall, just like we kind of hit a natural end of Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Whoa. Uh, this will be the end, and we will finally, for all of you asking for pictures of it, take a full-fledged, as best as we can, because it is tall. A full-fledged picture, maybe two pictures yeah. of the COVID wall. We'll maybe post a, a video. Maybe a video. You can go up and down the rows. We'll post it to Instagram as this podcast posts uh, tomorrow, November 4th. And uh, so we talked about this. We were texting last night, and we said, what do you want to bring for the last beer on the COVID wall? And, you know, there was the thought of, uh, do you bookend it with what we started the COVID wall with, which is Brewery 26? Shout out to Brewery 26. Or do we do something a little different? And I guess we settled on what is what has COVID been for us in beer? It's been the year of the Krispies for us, for yeah, us, for and us. I think for a lot of the craft beer community here in Portland, the Crispy Boys style really kind of took on a, a, a new head of steam because more people did it, and then more people did it really well, mm-hmm. which allowed more of the public to say, "Oh." I can drink this regular old lager. Which is why it is, in my opinion, still going very, very strong. And it is, you know, my current job is to kind of keep those trends in mind and think of that stuff. And I work for a hoppy known a known hoppy brewery, and my brain right now is how do I can more lagers? You know, people, this is what people clearly are searching for. And you and I, I mean, I was more so drinking lagers than you were at the time, but I still wasn't drinking them a whole lot. I would say as far as the COVID wall and the year of the COVID wall, you and I have really dove into lagers and really pushed ourselves and tasted breweries we never thought we would, liked beers we never thought we would. 
So why not finish it that way? So what are we drinking here, sir? So I was looking and I couldn't, there was nothing really talking to me. I looked, I I, I was at Bridgetown today because I was watching Liverpool. And I was looking in the lager section and, and they do a really great job of, of, of having a nice selection of lagers. And everything I saw there was kind of retreads. Do I want to grab a heater, Alan Pilsner? I drink this beer all the time. Do I want to drink, do I want to grab, you know, uh, Wayfinder Hellas. We drink this beer all the time. I think there's also a thought of like, what does the can look like? Because it's the last can on the wall. Right. And that's, and then it caught me at the last second. We are drinking 33 stars, which is the Oregon Pilsner from Von Ebert. Um, I have had this beer before. This touched me on multiple levels because it is a Pilsner. So it fits the crispy aspect. Von Ebert, Mike Lynch's favorite brewery of the last year that we did uh, at the beginning of 2021. Yeah. Your 2020 brewery of the year was Von Ebert. I love those guys a lot, so I figured to throw that out. Did I say Von Ebert or did I say Cold Fire? I might have said. Maybe I said Von Ebert. You one said, of us, one yeah, of us did. E- either way, we have a lot of love for Von Ebert on this show. And I picked 33 stars because 33 stars is the, is uh, an homage to the state of Oregon. Um, so I figured to end the COVID wall, we would do a crispy from a brewery we love representing the state of Oregon. It's pretty perfect. And uh, I'm scrolling to see if I can find year in review. Is that the most recent one? It is. Ah, my best brewery was Berlick. Ah, drink. Uh, my most improved brewery was Cold Fire. Ah, nice. Um, so I must have said Von Ebert. You must have. Or we did that two years ago and we're getting our years mixed up. And but. either way, I just think Von Ebert makes baller beer. Yeah, we had the volatile substance was one of the three I brought in for last week's tasting room. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny. I remember having this beer months ago when it first came out, or maybe it was a year ago at this point, at some point when they first canned it. And I was like, eh, okay, it's fine. I'm drinking this now, and it's hitting me exactly where I want it. It is so crisp. It is so smooth. I think the hops got a cool little fruity character, not quite Italian Pilsner style, but a little bit of action like that. One thing I struggle with with crispies in general is the aftertaste is not my favorite taste. Right. It reminds me too much of the big beers that I would drink in college. Mm, okay. And I think that's just that style. But even in really well done Pilsners and, and Krispies, you still get a little bit of that, and I don't love it. I don't get that on this at all. It's just clean, crisp. You're right, there's a good hop character in it. Maybe that outweighs the flavor that I don't like in this style of beer, or I've just grown accustomed to it. And uh, really, really enjoying it. Yeah, so my thought was to kind of give us a moment to pay homage to the COVID wall. Absolutely. And just kind of... Not to be like a best of or a year in review kind of show, but this wall. We Let's have, just uh, pick out some stuff that stands yeah, out to us. Yeah, that's kind of what I want to. What I want to talk about. The first thing that always stands out to me on this wall are the tasting rooms. It's always the tasting rooms. You can tell they are because it's, you know, a bunch of beers going together. And if it's not tasting rooms, it's styles. Like I'm looking down near the bottom, and I see three basic Oktoberfest beers. In front of me, Blocktoberfest from Block 15, Festbier from Rubens, and the Free Hide from Wayfinder. I remember when we did that. That right, was a lot of fun. Right behind Fresh Hops from last year as well. And Beer of the Week from last year. Not not the most recent one, but the year before is yep. on that list. In that same region, what stands out to me immediately, and this is a place we still will have to go to, they have invited us there, is Chicha. 
Yep. Uh, I have been there now. We've actually both been there. I have been there as well. Um, the food was really good. The beer was incredible. The spot's a pretty cool little spot down in Salem. And um, it's a, we did a lot of it for a couple of like months. And then we just kind of, you know, as we tend to do, we go through little phases with a lot of the breweries that we drink. I haven't had Chicha in a while. But I really, really enjoyed that, and that's kind of standing out to me from part of the wall as well. The other uh, part that's standing out to <clears> me, uh, I saw it. I'm actually not seeing it at this very second, but I saw it in a picture that I took uh, the other other day. Oh, yeah, it's at the bottom there. The um, the really, really, really popular Hazy's. What was the brewery? Three-Way. No, Fort no, no. George? Green and the... Oh, oh yeah, we did the Treehouse. Yeah, we did the Treehouse beers. We got Juice Machine and Green. Yes. I was just looking at that, too. Because that's a style that neither of us particularly love. Uh, we found beers that we've enjoyed in it. We tried to make a beer to enjoy as well. From a hype brewery on the other side of the country. And we got them fresh. We got them fresh. And they both were good. Solid. Like, we both sat there and were like, these are good. Yeah, these we really, are good. really enjoyed them. I think I like the... Did we like the juice machine or the green more? I chose the juice machine. I remember that. I think I rode with you on the juice machine. Um, so that's something that's pretty cool. We had a couple... Because we had the messenger during the COVID year, we and did? he and he did spit us out some pretty cool beers that were difficult to get on this side of the country. Also, Chris Martin was hooking us up with a lot of beers. There's an Italian pilsner, like an actual pilsner from Italy, mm-hmm. next to the green. Oh yeah, you know, like the, the Tropa Pilsner. Yeah, whatever. yeah. There was some really cool stuff there. Uh, also, scanning up the wall, there's the uh, Cold Smoke. Cold Smoke. Beer of the year. <laughs> Is it the beer of the year? I'm joking. The Scotch Ale from Montana that Patrick broke back or brought back that was good. Yeah. Had no right being good. No right being good. And we But we it. drank it and we were just like, woo! That's really tasty. Um, let's not forget the infamous non-alcoholic episode. Oh, yeah, there it is right Those in the middle. Are the shorties right there in the middle. The three athletic beers. Yeah, right after that was... One of which was just labeled as dark. <laughs> Should have been labeled as woof. Uh you know what you know what I've just noticed real quick before I get to one of the cool things on there? There's a lot of beer stot on this. Well, I think that's the, that's the messenger. That's is the messenger, not? but I can see one, two, three cans at least of Bierstadt, and I think that's really cool. I'm seeing what has become my favorite stout is the Sneaky Sneaky Oatmeal Stout from Everybody's. That's a... That's a uh, that one was... It that's blew a tasting me, room. It blew me away so much, and I haven't seen it since they first released it, so I'm I'm kind of keeping my eyes out now. Correspondence or Wander's correspondence stout is back in cans, and I've seen it, and I've been having it, which was my early COVID uh, like stout that I really really liked, but it was surpassed by Sneaky Sneaky, and I just haven't seen that yet. Right above that is the Single Hot Block 15 series. That's what I was going to get to at one point. Mosaic, Centennial, Citra, Strata. Um, that was a lot of fun. It was really cool. To try all of those. I think we did them, what, like four straight weeks, basically? Yeah, I think so. And uh, got a chance to try a bunch of those. Uh, we also had the Brewers Cut Sticky Hands pretty pretty much right after that. That was a which heavy was, Block 15 life. Which was using those hops from the single hops and putting them into Sticky Hands. Um, <clears throat> I think, didn't you say that Citra was your favorite of those four? I remember being surprised that you didn't pick Strata because I think you picked Citra. Either Citra or Centennial, I can't remember. And I think I went with Mosaic, which is pretty typical of me. Pretty typical you, yeah. Uh, There's two three-ways on the wall. There's two Beer of the Weeks on the wall. Like That shows you how long this has been going down. The fact that we have 
2020's Beer of the Week and 2021 Beer of the Week, I think is really rad. Uh, some other fun things I can see uh, last year's Winter Ales are right there. Yep. Oh. When we, when we did Winter Ale. You know what I just spotted? It's a shorty. Huh. The first time they canned Pallet Jack. Ah. Thank you, COVID, for the, that. The COVID Pallet Jack cans. Yep. That was pretty rad. Yep. I saw something else, too. <clears throat> I was just scanning it. Where did it go? Uh, oh, the first time you tried Yingling. Oh, uh, yeah, Yingling. Right wow. there. <laughs> wow. Uh, I just saw one of my favorite cans that's up there. I actually had a pint of it today. There's a new batch out. Petrichor from Everybody's. Ooh, yes. Uh, it tasted fantastic. I was really excited about that. Can I can I throw this out there? Shoot. I uh, The year in review is, I guess, next month, technically. But is this a sneaky... Most improved brewery for everybody's this year. What everybody's? How many times have we had an everybody's beer this year and been like, "Wow, <clears throat> that's really good." Yeah. And I've always liked everybody's. I think it's a cool spot to go to. Their new location is really nice. Good view of Mount Hood, right across from Hood River and White Salmon. But in terms of you mentioned Petrichor, I was like blown away by that beer. Yeah, we love that. beer. We talked about the sneaky, sneaky oatmeal stout, and um, didn't I bring one from them recently too? That was uh, near the top that I was like really, really harping on that I liked this beer a lot. Uh, I remember we had this conversation a couple weeks ago where we were like, "Yeah, yeah." Oh, it was the Vienna Lager. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I oh, really enjoyed. Is, yeah. I really enjoyed that one. You were a little bit more kind of incon- You know, it wasn't your exact style of Vienna Lager. I'm a jerk about Vienna Lagers. But I wonder. It's like, is that my lean for most improved brewery this year for for us? Early, early out the gates, maybe. Um. What's interesting is I'm trying to figure out what I see the most of. Um, In terms of brewery? Yeah, I, there's a lot of Block 15 up there. There's Barrelick, of course. There's a lot of Barrelick drink. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of Breakside up there. But it's funny because it's like Breakside basically stops halfway. Which is about when you stopped working there. Which signifies when I stopped working there. Yeah. So my biases step aside so we don't do that anymore. Uh, I bet you there's, I'm not finding all of them. I bet you there's a decent amount of Montevilla on there. Yeah. Because they started canning. Another place we have to get to. Um, decent amount of Heater Allen on there. I mean, it's Block 15. decent amount of cold fire up there, too. Yep. It's Block 15 and it's it's Barrelic are the two block most 15 and represented up there for sure. Um, I see the level hazy and clear experiment. That was a oh, lot of yeah, fun. Oh, yeah. That was a good episode, too. That was a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah, so I mean that the, that's kind of all I'm catching, to be honest with you. But. Two rounds of fresh hop, two rounds of beer of the week, two Pretty rounds cool. of fest beers, two rounds of fest beers, and then the bottles are on the other side. We did the yeah. uh, we did the stone box, the uh, twelve the, days of Christmas. The stone box is there, which was um, a lot of fun. We did that last December. I was on vacation, well, just staycation, and we did these little Facebook videos. That uh, yeah. we did that once, oh, one every yeah. day leading up to Christmas. One every day, that was fun. Um, there's more fresh hops over there. There's some of the box beers that we got. There's a Planet of the Elder down there. Maine Brewing Company. Oh, yeah, your lunch. Yeah, Maine Brewing Company. Yep. Tons of stuff from Chuck the Messenger. Chuck Italian Pilsner. The Westbrook. Which was my favorite beer of the year, a specialty beer of yeah. last year. That was sensational. We had that Oud Goose from Dre Fontaine. That was really cool. Yeah. So that's wow. that's basically a year and a half of beers right there summed up Bottle in logic. A wall and a remember half. Remember this remember the stout conversation, the mass 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 produced stouts? Yep. 
that is that true. was a fun situation as well i forgot about that completely yeah that was my little brainchild too yeah the uh penguin tuxedo from ex novo dark star from fremont and narwhal from sierra nevada right going from like hyper local regional to national mass yeah. produced stouts yeah that was fun what was the difference yeah well yeah I mean that's oh, kind of man. all. For, that's all for me. The COVID wall is this so pretty. It's pretty, I and just it's love it. And it's over. It's over. The final beer to go on will be thirty-three stars from Von Ebert. A be crispy Pilsner from them from a brewery we love to a fitting end to the year celebrating the state of Oregon. Do you want to do a beer of the week, or would you like to wrap it up there? Because we do have a beer for beer of the week. I say we save it. I say we save it as well. This seems like a fitting end to the COVID wall in the episode thank you guys so much for listening check out instagram.com slash beers and us we will post a video or multiple pictures of the wall as this episode goes up let us know in the post or in dm some of the favorite beers you had off the wall or what you enjoyed listening to us i i know you enjoyed the non-alcoholic episodes you jerks (laughs) i also wonder if let's say we stop doing this podcast tomorrow and we both get fired and never walk into this building again how long do you think this wall will stay here five years minimum yeah yeah i think so too it's a lot of work to clean it up i think if crazy i mcginley walked in and he'd be like man i miss those guys <laughs> let's leave it up you think he would say that yeah i think he would we like him He's good i, I love him yeah we're just, good to him i just uh, <laughs> i feel like he'd be like let's get this out of here we don't need these anymore um the room doesn't smell of beer nor have fruit flies everywhere. No, it's been, uh, I think it's because it's a studio, which is vacuum sealed. <laughs> nice. Nothing's getting in or out from here. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, let us know what you think when we post the pictures tomorrow and uh, what you like, what you don't like. Like, subscribe, rate, review wherever you find the podcasts. And um, yeah, where do we go from here? Not sure. COVID's not over, but the wall is filled. So we're kind of in this weird in-between of like, we still can't just start going out and doing everything that we want to do. Places aren't open all the time. The hours are a little bit limited, but we're also kind of like, come on already, like, please. Where we're going, we don't need roads. We just need beer. Just beer. We'll see you guys next week. Kids. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.